Hey, y'all, before we get started with the show, support for this episode is being brought to you by Belle Nouveau Beauty. Belle Nouveau Beauty is a company that provides handcrafted and natural beauty products for healthier skin and hair. Belle Nouveau Beauty has a great selection of moisturizing body products, skincare, and hair products specifically for curly, coily, and textured hair. As a special offer, listeners can save 15% off of their order with promo code 30. Now visit www.bellenouveau.com today to start your journey to hair skin and hair. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the 30 Truth Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Definitely share this with your friends, your network, and your fellow 30-somethings. I'm your host, Ark the Man. You can follow me on social at A-R-C-T-H-E-M-A-N, Ark the Man. Look, I'm so excited you're here for the very first episode because I really didn't know I was going to be here. I have been wanting to do a podcast for a while now. Um, And, you know, just... Life be life in, things get in the way, Trump is president. You know, it just gets a little complicated when you're trying to figure all this out. And honestly, I just wondered if anyone would even want to hear my perspective on life as a 30-something, you know? Man, I mean, today I'm actually into my second year of the third decade. Uh, but actually, as of tomorrow, it's my birthday. Early birthday, shout out to me. Um, tomorrow will be my birthday, and I'll be crossing into my third year in the third decade of living. So it has been quite a journey uh, these first three years into the 30s. And, um, you know, honestly, I'm just hoping to be able to share with you guys just my experiences and experiences of my other fellow 30-somethings, and we can all put it together and make sense out of it. So to give you an idea of what to expect for the 32 podcast, we'll be discussing the truth and lies about careers, relationships, health, and money all in this third decade of living. Isn't it crazy how people make it seem like you're supposed to have it all together in your 30s? But the truth is, we still have so much to learn about living our best lives. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to have all the right answers, but we will dedicate each episode to giving you an answer and helping you to form your truth about your 30-year-old experience, all right? So let's get into it. All right, so we're going to start every show with um, a segment that I like to call Truth Be Told. Okay, so in this segment, it's really just going to be me saying some things that you're probably already thinking, a bit of a rant here, and most of the time it's going to be about a person, place, or thing, or idea, aka a noun, all right? So there'll be a lot of noun-verb agreements in this segment, and um, we're just going to keep it 100. So if you haven't heard, um, yesterday Disney announced that they are doing a remake of uh, The Little Mermaid, right? Classic movie. Obviously, with us being in our 30s, we are well aware of all the Disney classics because we were alive and thriving when they were um, at their peak. And so they're doing a remake of The Little Mermaid, and they have decided to cast the lead character, Ariel, um, as um, with the singer, Halle Bailey. Now, she is one part member of the group, Chloe and Halle, uh, great R&B singers, their sisters, and they are the brainchilds of Miss Beyonce Nose Carter. So they Disney has decided to cast her as Ariel, and you know she is um, you know black, and people seem to be really really upset that they have not decided to remake this movie with a white Ariel as it was originally depicted in the animated feature. Now I just don't even think that you know I'm surprised that there are people who are upset about you know one race playing another race. What I am concerned about is the fact that 
they are literally trying to petition for Halle Bailey to not play Ariel in the live action simply because she's black. Now, I know that, you know, American history, race has played such a big part, but I just can't believe that people would be so outraged at a corporation, a private corporation like Disney, making the decision to give a different interpretation to a story that we know and love. And quite frankly, we've already fallen in love with the story, right? You have this mermaid. She has this big dream. She comes to the surface. She meets her prince. All happily ever after, falls in love, yada, yada, yada. I mean, at the end of the day, it's about the story being told. Why were they making it seem as if a Black actress can't be a part of that story being retold, right? I mean, truth be told, people are really acting out, and I am just so bothered by this. I just can't even believe that people are up in arms like this because this this actress, this Black actress, is getting the opportunity of a lifetime. Now, granted, you know, the Black community, Black Twitter, to be specific, is supporting her in this fight and during this, this tirade that's happening. But truth be told, this shouldn't be happening, right? This shouldn't be happening to a young uh, a, a singer. She's multi-talented. She can act. And this is an opportunity that she actually deserves, according to the Disney staff and everyone that's involved in the remaking of this film. And so they believe that she's qualified. They've been making movies for a long time. No, so they believe that she's qualified to play this role. How dare uh, uh, people begin to kind of make her either feel bad or feel like there's some sort of shame to her getting this opportunity of a lifetime. And quite frankly, it's an opportunity that's going to inspire a lot of other young Black girls that maybe have seen these movies and other Disney movies and always envision themselves living in this fantasy. So, Halle Bailey, we stand with you. And truth be told, you deserve this opportunity. And we're going to stand with you when this movie comes out. We're going to support you. And for all the naysayers and the haters, it doesn't matter. Because truth be told, the check has already been written. Truth be told, she's already booked and blessed. And truth be told, we are going to be in the theaters supporting Halle Bailey when the remake of Ariel of The Little Mermaid comes out. That's it. That's the truth. And it is told. Period. All right, you guys, we are back. And it's now time for the piss, the resistance. Like the way I did that there, the resistance. Trying to put a little little French, you know, a little something in there. But uh, this is also known as the segment we like to call Today's Truth. So it's more or less our main order of business for the 30 Truth Podcast episode you're listening to, where we'll talk about a particular subject matter that 30-somethings can relate to and just kind of dig in to provide perspective, you know, from our age group. And let's see what we come up with, right? So um, today I want to talk about life goals, man. Like, I found a, a, a meme on social um, some couple of weeks ago, and um, I honestly literally saved the image because it really just kind of like stood out to me. And I think that uh, what stood out to me is just these these list of things that I've discussed with my fellow 30-somethings, um, with just, you know, people in my network and in my group about these very, very, you know, things and um, it really just stuck. And I really want to just divulge and talk more about it. So let me read it to you, right? So you you probably already seen this. I'm not sure. But it's a meme that basically says, um, uh, let me go down and kind of read the list here. It says, getting your first degree after 21 is still an achievement. Being married after 30 is still beautiful. 
Starting a family after 35 is still possible. Buying a house after 40 is still a boss move. Don't let people rush you with their timelines. Let me tell you, <laughs> when I saw this, I just was like, yo, facts, like facts, facts, facts. These are all facts. This is so the truth, the 30 truth, because a lot of, you know, majority of what this meme is talking about actually represents us and our age group and what we're supposedly supposed to be doing at this juncture in our third decade of living, right? And so when I read that, I was like, man, that is, that is, there's so, so much truth to that and that like, there is so much pressure to have all these life goals uh, put into place and achieve and, you know, checking the box and, and, and having these things already just accomplished. And the reality is that we haven't really been able to participate in setting the standard that society has kind of put out collectively right through uh, media and people who think they know what's really happening in this chapter. But they've really set a standard that for some of us, it's not really realistic or let me not say realistic because I think some people are out here really at their A game, fortunately, and you know, in their 30s. But the majority of us are not necessarily hitting these mile markers at the same time, right? We're getting married, but maybe we're getting married later than what we thought we would. We're having kids, but maybe we're having kids later than we thought we would. We're getting a house, but maybe it took us a little bit longer because of our financial constraints. And so I guess what I want to talk about today is the fact that like, Number one, who set these life goals? And number two, you know, why should we be, why should this be the standard? And I even go say this number three, what is our new standard? How should we be approaching life goals um, just in its entirety altogether? Now, do I think goal setting is bad? No, like I'm not reckless out here in these streets, okay? I'm not out here just like, just going with the wind, going with the flow. You know, I, I do believe that planning, there is nothing wrong with planning. There is nothing wrong with setting uh, aspirations to reach towards, right? But I do think that those should come from a place where we're not comparing our lives to the lives of others, right? We shouldn't be comparing ourselves and where we should be compared, you know, compared to our, our colleagues, our peers from college or anything like that. If we say that we want to reach a certain goal by a certain time, let it be something that's pure in thought in our minds about where we feel like our lives should be. That's just how I see it personally. And so when I think about a lot of these standards that are set, um, I don't know about y'all, but I think my parents were kind of like the first first place or first time I even realized there was a standard I was supposed to be meeting around this age. And so I think for them, you know, they grew up in a different time. They're baby boomers, right? So by the time, honestly, before they were 30, they had kids, married, a home, you know, they had all these things, you know, checked off the list. My dad was already a business owner. And so, you know, they were living their best lives before 30 or what was seemingly their best lives. And so I kind of came into my 30s, you know, I turned 30 already feeling just behind the ball because I'm like, yo, I don't have a home. I don't have a child to take care of. Definitely don't have a solid relationship. And I, although I had stepped into entrepreneurship, I definitely wasn't making the money that I thought I'd be making. And so I found myself just feeling behind the ball. And I felt this immense amount of pressure because I knew that my parents wanted me to be at a certain place in regards to like when I got to this part of my life. But I wasn't there. 
And it took me a long time to be okay with that because I was concerned about their standard and what they wanted me to do and where they wanted me to be in life. And, um, you know, it really was like a journey and just kind of bearing with them um, to kind of just stick it out with me, you know, and convince them that I was still growing and I was still developing and I was still, you know, kind of creating this life, if you will. It just didn't quite happen at 30. And so... You know, got past that, but then I started to say to myself, well, I mean, like, what what should be the standard, right? Like, what should be my goals and what should be, you know, something I should be working towards to attain? And, like, it dawned to me that, you know, I really have to sit back and kind of say, you know, what kind of life do I want to live, right? Because I think for me, it's not so much about these mile markers being accomplished. It's about getting to the ultimate goal of just saying, this is the kind of life that I want. This is the standard of living that I want. And not just money. We're talking about healthy you know, relationships and being in a career that I love. Like I had to identify all those things as being important and as being like valuable to me. So I can say that, you know what, these are now becoming my life goals because they align with who I really want to be the life that I really want to live, not just, you know, who I'm supposed to be or the life that my parents and my peers want me to live, right? And so there's a lot of um, courage that has to come into really doing that because they're going against the grain, you know, and, and, it, and, it, and let's be real, right? Sometimes we get on social, we'll log on and we'll see somebody who, you know, they just signed their house, you know, no, if you will, they got their keys, somebody who just got that new car, you know, somebody who just got that engagement, especially, you know, during the holidays, right? Everybody seems to get engaged during the holidays. So there's always something that is like tempting us to deviate off of what probably some of our real true goals are just to kind of match what their goals are and what they're doing and to keep up with the Joneses, even though the Joneses, you know, let's be real, they're living off credit. At least, <laughs> at least some of them are. Now, once again, I want to you know, congratulate and just salute everyone that, you know, really has some of the mainstream goals accomplished. I mean, I think that, you know, at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be married and having a home and being debt free and all of that. Um, but I think it, what I want to focus with this episode of the 30 Truth Podcast is to make sure that the people who are striving towards maybe unconventional goals, or if you have realized that your timeline for those goals has been slightly altered, that it's okay. Like you don't have to be at this place at this time in order to feel like that you have made it, that you're successful, that you are a part of the in crowd or what have you, like you're okay where you are. And I know you hear the expression that um, comparison is the thief of joy. Um, but the reality is, you know, number one that it is, but the reality is, is that, you know, a comparison is not something that we're supposed to be living off of, right? Like you can't live off comparison. Like every move you make, all right, every move you make cannot be based off of the move that was made by someone else before you. Okay. Let me run that back. Every move you make cannot be made by the move that was made by someone else before you. That's just not the way to live. We can't live off of that. Comparison is not a part of either the, the food groups, okay? Like that is not a healthy, balanced diet for you to be constantly feeding off of what other people are doing and thinking that you're going to consume that into your life, into your body, your mind space, and think that you're going to get some healthy results from that. No. You know, the results you're going to get from that is depression, 
Okay, you're, the results you're going to get from that is maybe a sense of loneliness, maybe um, just this total discouragement because, you know, you're not at the financial place that you want to be. And the reality is, is that you can change all those things, but it has to do with a decision that you're not going to compare your situation to their situation. And you're going to take everything as is in your life and then have, you know, the, the tenacity and really the, the fortitude, the mental fortitude to be able to say, I want to make a change. And, you know, realistically, according to what I can do right now, this is how that change can start or go about. And that's just my thing when it comes to approaching like life goals. Now, I do think that, you know, as we like proceed forward with like our life goals, let's have a new perspective as to what's like valuable, right? Should, should it only be valuable that we have like a house, but not like a healthy home? And what I mean by that, right? What's the point of buying that new three, four bedroom, you know, uh, a new development in a, a rising suburb where there's a Whole Foods and a Starbucks if I am going to maybe, you know, being at home alone and not inviting family members or not inviting um, people within my community to come and fellowship and have a bite or come watch a movie or have a, a game night or something like that? What's the point of, you know, getting the ring, right, and being in that relationship if you're not really happy and there's no communication, right? What's the point of, you know, becoming debt-free and not maybe investing into a, a dream or a cause or mission that you feel that really passionate about, right? So it's like when we're approaching life goals, are we really talking about the impact that our lives can have once we achieve these goals? Like, seriously, let's think about that, right? Like, if, if my life goal is being met, um, just by me having it, but not me doing something with what I have, then what's really the point here? It's almost as if we're just kind of like, you know, checking the box and we get these things done, but there is no real like goal, if you will, or actually, you know, from a soccer standpoint, goal, you know, the soccer cup is, is happening right now, but yeah, how are we really winning? Like, are we really, really winning at life just to have it, but it not to mean something or it not to create more value for others around us? And so, that's that's just my take on life goals. You know, I saw that meme and I said to myself, there are so many people that may like this meme on social, but the reality is they're still living in that cycle of trying to obtain these life goals, right? So they're trying to, you know, buy a house before they're 40. They want to have the kid before 35. They feel they should be married by 30. And, you know, they're beating themselves up because of this meme, like standard in society that we are supposed to be meeting these life goals at these times or these parameters. And if we're not, our life is just worthless. I'm here to tell you, OK, I'm here to tell you the truth about life goals is that life goals need to be set according to where you are and what you will believe will make the most out of your life. OK, what you feel that will make the most out of your life, out of your legacy is the life goal that you need to be focused on. And all the details that go into that need to be determined by you, not by your parents, not by your peers, not by society, but only by you, okay? So that is my take, my truth on life goals. Okay, guys, we've come to the final segment of our show, and this segment is called The Lasting Truth. It's kind of our ode to food for thought, but instead we're sharing some truth for thought. Now, this could be through a proverb, a principle, ideology, or a quote, 
And we hope that this lasting truth is something that marinates your mind with wisdom, marinates your spirit with hope, and definitely challenges your body to take action. All right? So this episode's lasting truth is a quote from Muhammad Ali that reads as follows. Uh, I know where I'm going and I know the truth and I don't have to be what you want me to be. I'm free to be what I want. Muhammad Ali. I love that so much because I think it really says a lot about the person who does the work to find out who they are and they make sure that everything that they do from that point forward to finding out who they are really aligns and really is consistent for the world to see. All right. So that is my lasting truth for this episode of the 30 Truth Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the 30 Truth Podcast. If you haven't done so already, rate, comment, and subscribe to our show. Also, be sure to share this episode with your fellow 30-somethings. And let's keep the conversation going on social with the hashtag, the 30 Truth. Follow us across all social media at 30 Truth Podcast. And feel free to email your questions to 30 truthpodcast at gmail.com.